Welcome back to another episode of Rolling with the Coles. It's Danny. What up, though? It's Joe. Uh oh. Come on. What up, though? It's Joe. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, we got a guest on the show with us. Um, at this point, Don is the most appearing guest on Rolling with the Coles. This is true. He also is an engineer, so. Facts. It's fair. It's fair. When we have nobody else, we just put on. Hey, he can just get on here. Uh oh, not you. Not you. Well, dang. Say how it really is, Damn. Say how it really is, bud. Come on, man. Start me out, Debo. I appreciate. I appreciate you getting on here. So, what's up, family? Yes, yes, Don. Let the people know you in the building. Yeah, you know, sir, Don in the building. Shout out that business real quick, man. Establish your sound mobile podcast. You know. Where I come in, you know, be your sound engineer for the day, couple hours, however you want to do it. We can get your podcast started. Holla at your boy. Come on. Yes, come sir, on. Let's yes, establish sir. your yes, sound sir. on Instagram, right? Yes. All right. So make sure that y'all connect with him if you want to get your podcast going, rolling, pumping on the sound waves, whatever you want to call it. But if you if you need them, hit them up. All right. Um, all right. So we are going to just dive right into our topic because it's a very special episode um so babe, if you want to tell the people what we're gonna be talking about today um well it's kind of i mean it's, i don't want to be it'd be sad but um like recently when my f- close friends passed away and um i kind of i kind of just want to talk about like grieving like how do people grieve because um i feel like a lot of time people don't talk about it very much because they kind of stray away from the, the conversation then i brought down in because Donna experienced a, a certain situation too so uh, that's why I decided to. I wanted to dedicate the episode to, to my friend, uh, Stacy. Yes, shout out to Stacy. We are definitely praying for his family. Yes, um, for all of his friends that you know y'all will have the peace of God and that um, you will feel comfort in this time um, as you mourn the loss of your good brother, your friend, your um, father, your son, whoever he was to you. Um, we're definitely keeping you in our prayers that you know God is with you throughout this time and even after that process or I, mean, I don't want to say after that process because i don't think grieving necessarily like ends you will you know forever miss that person's presence um but i think god helps it to be a little bit easier as time goes on so that's true um all right so um i will kick off the conversation conversation um and just talk a little bit about like for people who may be trying to figure out like what it means to grieve like what does that even consist of um just thinking about after losing someone so whether it's a friend a family member um whoever a person was to you you know you lose that person to whatever cause of death but essentially like what does life look like after that person is basically what we're talking about in regards to grieving what does life look like how does how does your mental state change how does your emotions change um and just how do you continue life and try your best to live this thing called life after losing somebody who was important to you or significant in some capacity in your life? So um, I guess I'll start the question to y'all as um, since losing significant people in your lives, what has been something that has really helped you that has really like helped you work through that process of grief that you could share with somebody who potentially is also grieving as well? Um, I don't know. I just like to go back and think of like the memories. I mean, he, he hasn't been passed away. He only been gone for a week and a week and a yeah. week and a half or something like that. But 
just thinking about all the memories that um that person has uh has gave me uh i, I only knew stacy for about uh about nine months mm-hmm. but 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 nine months he's uh been like a big brother to me and helped me with uh just everyday life just um so losing somebody like that it's like uh losing a part of your your routine i mean i talk to stacy almost every day on the weekdays because he's a truck driver too and and um Peter realized that unless you're a truck driver, that truck drivers like really boring. So you know it's good to have people that you can just that's that you can relate to. Um, you know, just talk to them about the day and it help it just help you get through your day. And Stacy was was super, um, just super cool and uh and just super friendly and always had a great conversation. And then he always always threw some something about the Bible in there. We can, we have a our own little Christian conversation and stuff like that and. That, mm-hmm. That's always been great. So yeah, just the, yeah, definitely just think about the memories and uh, I got like text messages and voicemails from him and stuff like that and uh, it it helps me um through the everyday um part of it. Yeah, what about you, Don? Um, <clears throat> that's a that's an interesting question. Um, I do think about the memories. Um, yeah, honestly. I'm really numb to death, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I hear about, you know, someone has passed or a loved one is gone, I'm kind of numb to it. Mm-hmm. Only because me losing my best friend, um, you know, he passed away in his sleep. And I talked to him the night before. Mm-hmm. So, that did something to me that no one was able to like really understand or try to help to me in that process. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know how to grieve. Yeah. And then I didn't have time to grieve because another situation kind of trumped that. And I had to be a grown man about another situation. Mm-hmm. So um, now what helps for me is, um, Man, just being on my word. Like, that would help me through the process of dealing with what I'm dealing with and also the loss of my friend. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, because I think sometimes people think, like, if I lose somebody, I had to have had this, like, super long. And I to, for me, I don't think that there's a time that you can put on someone's importance in your life like somebody you could have known somebody for two weeks but potentially have made a really deep connection with that person and or spent a lot of time with that person or maybe just even talk to that person every single day and to joe's point of like if that person is a part of what your everyday routine is and all of a sudden that ends right like that shifts that changes whereas i also understand that like you you knew this person for a long time right so there's also that component of it. I mean, longer than nine months, I'll say. Yeah. Right. So like, there's also that component of it of like, maybe you did have a super long friendship connection with this person and then it happens. So I don't think that there's, I don't want people to think that there is a, like, it's, I can only, I no, only get the right to grieve because of X. Yeah. It's, it's no time frame of grieving. Honestly, yeah. like, like you said, just knowing a person for two weeks, that person has been impactful in your life for right. two weeks. Right. You have a right to grieve the loss of that person. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, 
when Joe called me yesterday and was like, yeah, I want you to hop on the podcast, talk about grief. I'm like, uh, you sure you got the right person? Because losing my best friend years down the line later, losing my great grandmother, mm-hmm. then a few years after that, losing my aunt and my uncle within a week of each other. Mm. And then this year, I lost my uncle. And that experience was something was something different in itself because we had to take his body from the basement mm. and put it in the the Funeral home thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole experience kinda like mm. make you know, messed me up and it took me back to my best friend mm. of losing my best friend. Because I was supposed to go see my uncle. Mm. I was thinking about him like, dang, I should go talk to him. And then the next day, grandma called me, hey, you need to come over. Uncle Mike passed. Wow. Mm. So it's like, man, just being numb, man. And then as a black man, it's hard to grieve sometimes. Yeah. Because you got to be strong 24-7. The moment you walk out the door and come back in the house, you got to be strong. Yeah. I think like... Like, I've lost significant people in my life. Like, I've lost grandparents, or I would say people who were like grandparents to me. They were not my biological grandparents, but they were people who played that grandparent role. Like, they were my dad's godparents. Mm -hmm. So, when I lost both of them, that was, and they were probably like a year to two years between each other. So, like, my granny, I lost my granny first, and I lost my papa, like, maybe a year and a half later. Um, And that was, like, really hard because... My granny, when my granny passed, she was in hospice. So we kind of were able to prepare for it. Whereas when my papa passed, me and my cousin were together. Um, who That is her biological grandparent. And my aunt called me because my cousin was driving. She was like, I don't want her to like freak out and potentially have an accident. But tell her to just go back home. And then her husband was going to take us to the hospital where my essentially they was, you know, my grandpa was on life support. So they was basically about to just pull the plug or whatever. So that was hard because now in my mind, as I'm on the phone, with my granny, I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Right. But she didn't tell us like what was happening. She just said, you know, when y'all get to the house, her husband's going to take y'all to the hospital. Y'all will meet me and the rest of the family is here. And, but mm-hmm. I put two the two pieces together. together and I'm like, it's, it's gotta be my papa. Right. And so that situation happened. So being in the hospital room as they pulled the plug was like very traumatic. Um, And then years later, losing my godfather when I was in college and could not be able to actually like come back Mm -hmm. and be at the funeral and be a part of that whole um, process. So that was a little bit difficult. Um, But like to your point, I feel like in some cases I'm also a little bit numb to death. So like when things happen, when people pass away, I typically, when I hear about it, I'm just kind of like, dang, right? That's the but only, like, that's, that's the, the only thing, thing I can you say. can say in that moment, like, dang. That's the only thing I can say in that moment. And then my grieving really doesn't start until, if I'm able to, my grieving really doesn't start until I'm at the funeral, mm. if I go, right? And so I have that day where I'm just like in a super emotional state. And after that, it's like, it's gone like you know what I mean like that that's gone I have my moments where I'm like 
I don't necessarily get sad per se, but I have my moments where I reflect. Like literally, I think it was last night. I was talking to my dad and my mom last night about just going to, because we were talking about, we were talking about eating the same thing all the time. And I was talking about how um, my papa used to eat Chinese food all the time. Mm-hmm. And why I too for to this day, like I'll eat Chinese food, but I'm not a fan of it because I ate it so much growing up. My dad also ate Chinese food. We were trying to figure out how often, but it was at least twice a week. <laughs> it was at least twice a week. I think it was every day. It felt like it was every day. So a point where like I would just I didn't eat Chinese food for like a couple years, right? But that was like, you know, so those like those types of memories. So it's like certain things that happen will like remind me of a person who's no longer here. And that takes me back to a place of like, dang, I wish, you know, I could have spent more time or could have been there or whatever. So like, I feel like those are some of the ways in which I grieve or like ways that I feel like helps me work through some of those moments. It's just like, to your point, Joe, of like, remembering those good moments, like those memories that you have with the person. Um, so yeah. I think uh, definitely what Don was saying that when uh, people die randomly, it's, it's, uh, it's hard because, uh, um, I talked to him on Thursday. He was already in the hospital. Like, so what happened was, um, he a truck driver. Like I said, he um he started feeling. He came to a truck stop. Well, thank God he wasn't driving. Came to a truck stop in in, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. He's in Milwaukee. He stays in Maryland. And um, he was grabbing some food or whatever, and got back to his truck, and he was feeling weird. Like he started feeling like numb and so like that in his uh his left side of the body, whatever. So he called nine one one. They came and picked him up. And uh, took him to the hospital, and uh, you know we thought everything was be okay because he was, he was talking like everything was you know was be okay and this and that. He, didn't, he I guess he was kind of dumbed down this how serious it really was, whatever. So um, I talked to him on Thursday. Me and my friend Kevin talked to him on Thursday, and then um, I feel bad because Friday the next day was his birthday, and I have a chance to talk to him because my friend Kevin got into, got into a car accident, and it was just too much emotionally to like deal with two things at once like that. So. Um, this Sunday morning, uh, my friend, uh, Neo called, which is like, um, like his brother. And he told like, man, I'm let you know, let you guys know that Stacy passed away. I'm like, what? I just talked to him. What, what do you mean he passed away? So it, it, so it, it uh, it definitely cuts, cuts deep when you, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was uh, rooting for him. I was, I thought he was going to be able to get out there and he really wanted to get back, uh, driving trucks and, being with his uh his daughters and all kind of stuff and then he was able to uh, do that so yeah yeah uh did you want to say something no go ahead go ahead no i i don't i'm just waiting for the you know oh the next question gotcha um so and so then like going back to something that you said don about like being a black man needing to feel like or having to feel like you, you know, you got to show up every day. You got to be strong. You got to, you know, you can't really show that emotion. You can't really take that time to grieve or, you know, you might be judged or whatever the situation may be. Um, how, how do you, how do you navigate that? Because I think that's hard. And I don't think that that's something that everybody understands in the sense of like, I don't know what it's like to be a black man, right? Like I can only speak from my experience as a black woman, which I think is different from being a black man. So what is that? What is that like? Like, are there moments where you ever think like, dang, like, like why did, like, I don't want to say like you're questioning God, but oh, no, we I, question I, God. Like if we being honest, like, so I'm like, you know, do you ever have those moments where you question God? Like, God, why is this the weight that I carry? Like, why is this the, 
the um, load that I carry? And like, what is that like? Yeah, man, all the time. Man, when I lost my best friend, I was like, God, why? Right. Like, why did it have to be him? Because mm-hmm. we had everything planned out. Everything. Mm-hmm. Best man at my wedding. Best man at his wedding. We was going to name our sons after each other. The whole nine. Mm-hmm. This was my brother, my dog. So I questioned him. I said, man, why? Why him? Why my great grandma? Mm-hmm. Why did I have to lose my aunt and my uncle a week apart? Yeah. Suddenly, though, like, it was just like, boom, they gone. Yeah. Why did my uncle gone? Like, why? But then why do I have to carry this this load of being the strong one in the family? Mm-hmm. I still haven't got the answer. But it's hard. It's hard to, like, not it's hard man it's hard to cry sometimes and i'm gonna be honest because at an early age you're told not to cry toughen up yeah so it's like you don't know how to manage your emotions or deal with your emotions you don't know when you should be mad or angry and when you should just be you know crying Mm -hmm. so a lot of times um you build these different, you know, characteristics and, and other areas to mask over what you're supposed to be doing or your naturalness, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. of being able to cry or being able to be angry when it's time to be angry. Um, For me, man, I just submerged myself and just became about me. I literally excluded everybody out. I ch- I shut the world out for a minute. Mm-hmm. Family, the friends that I did have at the time, it wasn't the same. We was on two different paths. Um, man, I, sh- I shut the world out, man. And and that's the most dangerous place to to be at, and that's that's the most dangerous thing to do. I was going to ask, like, do you ever think back to those moments and wish you would have done things differently or handled things differently? Yes. Um, part of me wish I would have had someone to say, to see the hurt and to see mm-hmm. the pain and to see, like, man, something's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. But everybody else was grieving. Yeah. So everybody else was having their moments of trying to figure it out. Trying yeah. to figure it out. But for me, it was just, I had a phone calls, but that's all it was. It was phone calls. Yeah. It wasn't a, let me get you. I think that's interesting too, because like you said, like everybody else was grieving, but I think even for people who may not have known your friend or may have known you, but not necessarily known your, you know, your family, your friend or whoever, um, they may not even know, like, how do I, like outside of like, how you doing? You good? Like, what do you need? Cause I, I've, I've talked to people and I remember one of my friends was telling me like, she lost her dad. Right. And she was telling me how when people reach out and ask, like, hey, you know, is there anything that you need or is there anything I can do? She's like, I don't even know what to tell people. You know what I mean? So then you start to question, like. Not like, is it genuine, but it's like I get this person that's asking me, what can they do? But but I don't know if there is something that I can that they can do. So then what do I like? And me just telling, you no, I don't want a person to feel like 
I'm not trying to let you in. But it's genuine, like, I don't know I what don't you, know. you can't bring the person back. And so even, I can't, I don't know what to tell you that I need. Like, I, I think it's more of a notorious, I mean, not notorious, what's the word? I, I just think it's a, just a question that everyone asks. So I, I don't feel like sometimes. It's just like second nature. Yeah, it's but like. You also have to cipher, like, through the, okay, is this person, because you'll know if a person really is concerned. They're genuine. Because yeah. they can bypass you saying, oh, no, I'm good. They can say, no, you're not. Yeah. And this is how I know you're not. Right. Yeah. So you do have those people that genuinely do care. That's right. Yeah. And can just be like, okay, I'll let you have your moment, mm-hmm. but don't dwell in this moment. Yeah. I'm going to call you every day. I'm going to bug you until you talk to me. Yeah. I I, I definitely uh, appreciate you, uh, you know, coming over and visiting, uh, you know, we talk almost every day anyway, so, you know, but, you, you know, you just being extra, extra caring and, and just, just make sure I was all right. Because, uh, you know, some, like I said, uh, you know, we got a lot of friends, but some friends don't, 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 won't understand or they just, they, they're not going to know what to say. I mean, it's not a lot of stuff you can say once my past, once my past ways. Like, you know, I pray for you and, and yeah, that's. Because honestly, man, people are numb. Just, yeah. just numb to death. And then it takes them back to their loved ones. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to really be there as a friend sometimes. Yeah. And I think as a culture, like as, as black people, and I don't want to say it's solely on that because hell, I don't know what it's like to be any other thing, but black. Right. You know? So, but, so I don't know how other cultures typically handle grieving. Like, like I said, when my godfather passed, my godfather was a white man. When he passed away, I wasn't here, you know? So I don't know what my god siblings did, what they felt like, what they went through. I was in college, so I couldn't really do much outside of reach out and just say, hey, I love you. Like, that's all I could say was, like, I love you. I'm praying for you. Like, that's your dad. I That's just my godfather. And I don't want to say just because I don't want to minimize the relationship we had. But... If I lose my dad, I'm I'm pretty when I lose my dad, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna react very differently from losing my godfather, right? So I don't know what that's like. So I couldn't put myself in their shoes and say, like, I understand because I don't understand what you're going through, right? Like I don't understand that. But all I could say was I'm praying for you. And being all the way in Florida, they're here in Michigan and a broke college student wasn't much I could do. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't much that I could do. Um, outside of just making sure that like they knew that I cared and that I, I love them still, but that's like hard. I feel like, cause I feel like even like, like when you first, we was literally standing right here in the living room when you were like, you turned around cause we were about to walk outside the door to go to church. You turn around and you like Stacy passed. And I'm like, wait, what? And he was like, Mio just texted me and said Stacy passed. And I'm like, Oh snap. Okay. Um, like, I kind of was, like, stuck for a minute because I'm, like, I don't know, I don't know what, what to say. I don't know what to do. Like, and literally all I could do was pray. Like, all I could do was pray and just be, like, God, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how he feels. I don't know how everybody else is feeling. And all I could say was I, I just need you to do something. Like, I don't know what you can, what you will do, God, but I just need you to do something. And after that, all I could do was just, like, I texted our friends and was, like, hey, this is the situation. Just keep doing your prayers. That's all I could say. That's all I could do. Like for me, as somebody experiencing something, I like I've I met Stacy over the phone a couple times because he doesn't live here. But I met Stacy over the phone a couple times. But 
his relationship with Joe with Joe is obviously way different from mm -hmm. me and his relationship. So I know that Joe had a different approach to that news than I did. For me, it was just like a wait a second, what? For him, it may have been like a damn, like I can't believe this just happened. Like, and like you said, like this is somebody that I talk to every day. So you like know, this my, is somebody that I seen what twice in a nine months that you knew him so you know what i mean like so for me it wasn't like a damn but it was more of a like a oh man like so i think that's also the hard part of of the death process is not only the person who is close to the person who passed away is grieving but i think even their community of friends and family are also trying to figure out how do i best support this person who is grieving and that's also a process within itself. Yeah. Um, man, when you said that, that just took me back to when I got that phone call. Mm -hmm. I was in disbelief until I got another phone call. And it was like, Don says it's not true. And all I could say was, yeah, it's true. That person instantly bust out crying. Mm -hmm. I had to get off the phone. All right. Talk to you later. Call my mom. <clears throat> yeah. Call my mom and trying to tell her what's going on. And all I could say was AJ passed and instantly bust out crying. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm on my way. Come to get you. It was raining that day. He goes to his house. I go to the door. His dad answered the door. And the only thing I could do, and the only thing he could do, was hug me. And we both crying. Because me and my best friend, since diapers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm doing better with it now. But over the years, it took a minute. Mm -hmm. it, it took a minute for me to really grieve his death. But now, grieving his death, I got to grieve my great-grandmother's death. Mm -hmm. Got to grieve my uncles, my aunt. Yeah. All of that wrapped up in one. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> which is Which is like... Almost like mind blowing to think that like at some point, right? Like this process happens over and over again. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like a one and done where it's like, all right, I, I, I had that pivotal loss in my life and that's it. Like at some point, you know, unfortunately we're going to lose more people, right? Parents, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, friends, everybody. Right. So it's just a matter of, I mean, I don't even know if there's like a, a, thing to do to prepare for it. I don't think that there is. It's not. Outside of <laughs> stay close to the cross so you don't lose your mind, right? In that process. Like I mean that's the only That's the only thing you can do to prepare, honestly. That's the only in my thing opinion. that you really can do. Like if you truly have a relationship with God, man, that's the only thing that's really going to like to sustain you for real and keep your sanity. Mm -hmm. Because stuff like that will literally drive you Insane. Insane because you're thinking about how the person died and all the possibilities. Man, will that happen to me? Kind of it 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 yeah. just runs its course. Yeah. Yes, we are Christians. 
but we're human also. For sure. So it's like that stuff plays a. I mean, shoot, Mary grieved when Jesus died, she did. and he got back up. <laughs> he did. But they said Mary cried. She sobbed because. I mean, granted, that's she her son. Watched, she watched the death. She watched the so death. it's not as extreme in most cases. Us losing people is not as extreme. Some people witness yeah. deaths. And it, it's usually not as brutal as watching your son literally get crucified. But it's, it could feel just as piercing in the sense of I'm watching this happen. Like, I watched them pull the plug out of my grandfather's life support machine like that was hard like to the point where i had to run out of the room and i'm like 17 at this point 16 so that's hard but like again to know that it's going to happen again that's the scariest part to me that's the scariest part of like this is not it no and that's the that's the unfortunate part that is um man just just seeing the bodies man this was before they even, you know, was casket shot, just in that, yeah. in that hospital bed. Yeah. yeah. I think something that's, like, interesting, and I don't even know why we were talking about this, but Kevin had mentioned one time, um, this was last week at rehearsal. We were at rehearsal, and somehow we started talking about funerals. And because we were at church and probably being extra churchy. But anywho, Kevin mentioned how he's like, at my funeral, he's like, I don't want to be laid out in the casket. I he's like I feel like the casket brings that like sense of like down. Like dang, I now I'm like sad all over again cuz I'm seeing you lay out here. And he's like I don't want my funeral to be sad, depressing. Like granted, are people going to be sad? Sure. I can't control that. But he's like I want it to be more of a celebration. He's like because that whole Closing of a casket, willing the person out. Like, that's where people lose it. Yeah. Because they're like, this is the last time I'm going. I am now. I am making it in my. I'm solidifying in my mind that this is the last time I'm ever going to see this person. Listen. And that's like a hard hard pill for a lot of people. For most people. For my great-grandmother's friend, my cousin, who was strong throughout the whole process. But the moment when we had to leave that casket. Mm Mm-hmm. He broke down. Yeah. That's the, I feel like that, I I, I had to agree with Kevin because I'm like, that is the hard part. He broke down and it triggered everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why <laughs> does this have to happen? Yeah. Why, why did it have to happen? Which is a really hard thing because I remember being at my grandmother's funeral. I was good. I'm like, I'm good. I had, because again, she was in hospice, so we kind of knew, like, this time is going to come at some point, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of had done my whole, like, I'm crying, I'm boohooing, I'm upset, I'm going through it, and get to the funeral, everybody is holding it together. Everybody's doing their best to keep it together. And then my papa comes in, and I'm like, oh, shit. And he's losing it. Because not only is he like, I'm watching the love of my life. This is it. This is the last time I see her. But then they also didn't end on a good note, right? Like my grandparents were divorced. So then it's also him like, I'm apologizing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. And it's just like, oh, God. So then it's not only just bringing up the feelings of like, oh, snap, granny's gone. But it's also bringing up the feelings of like, 
now I'm sad because y'all didn't end on a pop. You know what I mean? So it's just like all those things come up for people in funerals. This is partially why I'm like not a, I mean, I don't think anybody's a fan of funerals, but why like, if I can avoid going to a funeral, I will because I just, even if I don't know the person, I just, I feel, I empathize with people. Right. So I feel the emotions of other people and that is like mm-hmm. hard. So, cause I've been to a couple funerals where I didn't necessarily know the person, but I was going to potentially support somebody like, Oh, you know, my friend's grandparent passed or my friend's whatever passed and I'm going to support the friend, but mm-hmm. I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out because I'm just like, this is horrible. Like yeah, this is, you back, man. this is horrible. I don't ever want people to go through this, but it's again, it's something that's inevitable and we can't necessarily avoid. Um, and I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm a Bible scholar. So I don't really know what the Bible says about grieving to be completely honest about I mean, like, what, it does talk about what that is every, outside of giving you peace. Everything has a time. For sure. Like, you know. Um, time to cry, time to yeah. do all of that. Yeah. So everything has its time. Um, I think for me, um, what helps me, I have got a tattoo for two of them. But the other one is healing takes time. Mm-hmm. So that's a constant reminder, like, each day you get up, a little piece come back together. Mm-hmm. So it take it takes time. It's not gonna happen overnight. It may not happen a year from now, or two years from now, but it's gonna take time for you to get back to the person that you once was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah, I definitely like funerals very much either. I actually haven't now that now that Danny uh was talking about a funeral. I I haven't been in the funeral in ten years. Uh, last last time I'm in the funeral was when my niece passed away. So that was 2011. So wow. this is my first first funeral in ten years. So, mm-hmm. and uh, even my dad's funeral was was uh, it was sad. I um, uh, I admired my courage that day because I uh, I sang at my dad's funeral and I closed the casket. So it was it was uh, a lot going on for that day. But um, I just think that's what he would have wanted. So I uh, just like my friend Stacy, he would he would have wanted us to be there. So I'm just gonna. You know, scrounge up whatever money I have and and, and uh, go see him in a different state. So, you know, like I, said, I only I only met I only seen Stacy once, and we met we met last November, and he he always tell his story of um um was that was at a a customer together, and um we was both picking up a load from his paper a paper place in Baltimore, and um. I think I walked up to him because uh, we had to uh, sweep out our, sweep out our uh, trailers, and I walked up to him, asked him what he done with his room, or whatever. And Stacy being super silly and so like that, just talking about some, I came up here and robbed him for his room and so like that. First of all, you six two, I'm five ten, and I ain't robbing you for nothing. <laughs> Especially a broom of yeah. all things. That's like not but, even a value. But we got we got the it's talk. It's the principle, man. It's the principle. We got the talk or whatever, and I get my business card. And I normally I'm not, and it's crazy. I'm normally, I'm normally not super friendly like that. Um, but it was something about him or whatever. I gave him a card. He called me like a week later. I missed the phone call, but um, he called me again. We were playing phone tag for about a week, and then um, yeah, ever since then we've we always been close. And um, he even called me on my day of my uh, of my wedding, you know, just just to say uh, congratulations to uh, me and Danny, and um, he wished uh, he wished us um, happiness and stuff like that. And, and I, I um, 
I didn't actually never listen to that to, to the um message to a couple days ago. Wow. So so that that's uh it was touching, so Yeah. Um any any like final thoughts? Anything that you would share with people who may also be grieving or um whether it's like a recent thing or if it's even something where it's you know, time has passed. Um just know that um healings take healing takes time. Mm-hmm. Um it's no time period on grieving. Yep. You may be good one week and then bad the next or good one month, bad the next or a year you're good next year is it's no timetable yep. on that. Um but I will say um allow God to help and assist you in your grieving so that you can heal. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> it's okay to accept the loss. It's okay to accept that you lost a loved one. You lost a friend. But you also have those memories that you can hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I'm kind of piggyback on what he said. Um, yeah, definitely. Healing definitely, definitely takes time. And... Um, and don't let nobody tell you that it doesn't because some people are like, well, I mean, maybe a couple of weeks, but, you know, I mean, yeah, you do got to get back on your feet and, and get to, you know, get to walking and moving again, of course. But, you know, just take your time for you just to think about the moments that you had with the person and um, the memories, man. Nobody can take those memories from you. Like, for real, nobody can take the memories from you. And, um, yep, that's, that's, I guess, it. Yeah, have have those moments, but don't let the moments have you. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because uh, even like, um, I lost my dad 13 years ago. You know, it's been 13 years, but I still think about my dad, and I think about the memories I do have with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, every uh, I always tell people to live day by day. Like, um, if you you know, even even this this situation with Stacy, uh, most days I was cool, but then it'd be like little things that make me super sad about it or. You know, talking to my friend, other friend Kevin, who knew him too. He actually knew him through me, and um, he was set up. I, I was the one who had to tell him that he passed away, and I had to tell um, his job that we, we were supposed to go both go to this trucking job together, and I had to tell them that he passed away. So um, yeah, so I had to do um, a couple of things I wasn't happy to do, but mm-hmm. you know. It, it, so. And I say to um, also. Like they are just like they're saying, you know, have those moments, Um, you know, don't try to like suppress your feelings. Like if you can help it, obviously, I know it's not, you know, everybody's different. But, you know, if you can help it, don't try to like avoid those moments where you're like trying to avoid how you feel, like feel how you feel. I think that that's healthy. I think that that's natural. I think that it helps um to actually have those moments and feel how you feel and not allow other people to tell you like don't be sad don't be upset don't be frustrated don't be angry like feelings are feelings for a reason like everyone has them but how we express them obviously are different so feel how you feel you are entitled to feel that way no one should ever tell you that you should feel bad for feeling away 
Um, but like Don said too, like don't let those feelings control you or don't let those emotions control you in the sense of you allow those emotions to get the best of you per se. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I will also just wanted to, uh, shout out real quick that, um, if you know, something was said by in this episode that helped you, that encouraged you in some way, of course, let us know on social media, but also feel free to go and also listen to, um, episode six of our first season, which is called you, your daddy son, uh, featuring one of our friends, Bernard Carter, which we also talk about the grief process too. Um, so feel free to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already, because I think that there's also some really great gems in that episode too, that could potentially help you with your grieving process. Um, and of course, excuse me, know that, you know, you have a father that loves you, a heavenly father that loves you. So, always know that you have that support even if you feel like you may not have anyone else who understands what you're going through he always understands and knows so keep that in mind too to just help encourage you and give you that extra sense of comfort and peace about the whole situation um so with that uh we're gonna get ready to wrap up the episode here um again make sure that you follow us on instagram at rolling with the coals on instagram and also like and follow our facebook page same thing at rolling with the coals um and make sure that you uh go back and rate our our show on apple Podcasts, um or and or follow us on spotify if you listen on spotify so with that uh it's been real y'all thank you so much for listening um and hopefully we'll catch you in the next episode see ya peace peace